Hey, Court. Well, what's up? Hey, welcome to the podcast, girl. Well, well, thanks. I appreciate it. Yes, Sal. So, so are you going to edit this when it's all done, or how does that work? Yeah, yeah, I'll cut all. I, I have another question. Okay, are you there. I okay, am. so is this through Wi-Fi that we're recording, or is it through like my telephone line because I have really bad cell phone service, but I have Wi-Fi. Uh, are you connected yes. to Wi-Fi? It'll then be it will be fine. It will, it will connect right through you, there. The, the quality, the sound quality on here is decent on my end. Like, I can hear you better right. than, like, on regular phone. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <Yay>. <laughs> we did it. We're doing it. I knew you all would figure <laughs> it out. Christy Toth, let me hear you. Yes. I'm here. Talk a little we bit. Wanna, yeah, I, just wanna, yeah. I wanna hear your sound. Hello. What you guys I doing? I don't I'm trying to figure out if it still records if I like go to a different app. Oh. I Yes, it does. It does. What's yeah. up? Hey, James. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, man. Oh, boy. It won't let me go off speakerphone. Is that weird? Uh, I don't know. Christy, do you have a headset for your phone? What's up, Rami? No. What's up? So, do I need to... Or what? Would be best. I would not keep it on speaker. Don't keep it on speaker. Okay. Yeah, mine's not on speaker either. Because if you're on speaker, what you'll do is you'll get feedback from your mic to what you're hearing. Okay. I hear a lot of rattling. That's rattling? not me. It's probably Brummy. He's been studying all month. Brummy or James? James likes to eat. Uh, how do I take it off the speaker? Well, I don't know. That's not even an option. Well, it's because we're plugged in, aren't you, Chris? I'm on the app. You guys are on the app, right? I'm on the app. Yeah. But the only button I have to press is an X that says finish recording. Yeah, don't push that. That's the only button I have, too. So let's see if we can go. Yeah, there's nothing I can push either. So. I think we just got to go. Okay. Christy, are you there? Oh, yeah. Chris, you sound weird. Yeah, you're going he does robotic. Sound. I went robotic? Just for a minute. Yeah. Am I still robotic? Mate, you're, you're, yeah, your volume may be too high on your headphones. All right, let's take some I'm taking mine down, up. too. Can you guys still hear me fine? Yes. Yeah, you okay. sound good to me. I got kicked out in a go, so I don't know what's going on. You got what? Christy, can you hear everybody? I can hear everybody, but it just dropped me a second ago. Oh. I don't know why. Well, when you say vulgar words, <laughs> you get kicked <laughs> off. It automatically <laughs> kicks you off. Dang yeah. it. <laughs> I'll try to clean it up. <laughs> All right. Do I sound mm-hmm. okay now? Yes. It just kind of goes in and out. Like, you'll be talking, right. and then you just turn into, like, some kind of a robot. <laughs> well, that's kind of weird and not good. 
You guys ready to try this? Yeah. I'm so ready for this. I haven't really All studied. Right. I haven't either. Okay, good. I wrote the question. It's not good. Uh, so that I could see what was coming up. Yeah, so, I have that. So I could study quickly. Do that. <laughs> study on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right, Christy. I will ask you all the questions. My anxiety rating is like at a ninety-eight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Brimley Br- says that's a joke, but I think there's a lot of truth in that. Oh, yeah, he does do. It does deal with things. Brummy is eighty-seven point nine percent truth all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm gonna start. You ready? Yeah. All right, hey, Chris, uh, you may not want to start with me on any of your questions, just in case I don't understand your question all the way. Oh, yeah, real quickly, there is a question I have about a question. <laughs> all right. I would have called you, but I knew you wouldn't answer. Right. <laughs> um, and I think it's just that I'm I'm stupid, don't understand a word. Does anybody know what word right, that while, might be? While, um, James is trying to figure out his question. Ryan, I am asking you first on number three, so you'll need to know that one. Is it sanctified? I uh, know that one. Reproach, above reproach. Oh, okay. That is being able to be critiqued or criticized by a crowd or, you know, somebody. Oh, okay. Oh, I definitely that. think we should criticize people. Well, like <laughs> having somebody looking <laughs> that is not uh, – that is of good moral character and will not have a lot of people throwing darts at them, I guess, kind of. And that yes. was a weird, that was a weird noise correct. that just happened. Mm-hmm. And, and number three, that question, will I will ask that one to Ryan first. I'm just going to go James with question one first, Courtney with question two oh. first, Ryan with question three first, Christy with question four first, sound. and then we go James, Courtney, Ryan again. But all of you will answer each question. I don't have an answer for number six, so. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you're first on that, so that'll be good. Okay. What is the What is the question right. for number three? I don't have the questions written down. I just kind of got an answer. Who can lead worship? Anyone? Do they need to be sanctified, above reproach, or just a joyful noise? Now I want right. that one. Well, I can kind of maybe let Christy go first, and then I will go after her. No, it's okay. That's I do have well. an answer to it, but. All right. Well, again, you all are answering every okay. question. Yeah, you can go first. I, I was just going to let some of you go first. Chris, you just did it again. You roboted again. Yep. Really? <laughs> I didn't do anything. Well, I, I wonder. I don't know. But anyways, uh, number five, what other elements appealed to you? That's what I wrote down. Uh, uh-huh. What do you mean by that? Uh, do you want skits? Do you want dances? Do you want uh, magic? Do you want a speed painting? Do you okay, want I always want magic. Let's, let's get let's get real. <laughs> boy, what did Christian I magic's a real thing, man. Yeah. Kayla Whitaker can do it very well. <laughs> I want David Copperfield <laughs> and Kayla. <laughs> All right, that, we can do that. Uh, Kayla Whitaker can do that. You definitely want to ask me last on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, we have seven minutes that we have to cut off already. So you guys All right. Start yep. Now? yep. From hymns to rock and contemporary Christian music to skits and drama, speed paintings and dances, churches have responded to the call to worship God in exciting and diverse ways. At the outset of the 21st century, worship leaders such as Chris Tomlin led a new movement to corporate worship, 
but worship continues to develop. Today on Greater Than Now, we will look into the state of worship in America. I'm joined by panelists James Willoughby, Courtney McKenzie, Ryan, Christy Bowen. I want to know each. I'll go ahead and stop you, Chris. I'll go ahead and stop you, Chris. Yeah, what? I'm just going yeah. to stop you. Uh, what? Because stop me? you're cutting in and out and going robotic here and there. Just so you know, and are you is your mic pretty close to your face, or how are you doing that? It is right here. It keeps clicking too. Yeah, Somebody there's a clicking. there's a click. There it is. I don't think that's me clicking. I don't think it's me. What was that? Somebody's mo- that. Somebody's moving. That. Who's moving around a bunch? Me. I'm being so still. It's me. <laughs> quit, quit moving, Chris. Christy is running a, running at four K. <laughs> I really was walking around the neighborhood. <laughs> wow. Oh, that really wow. is Christy. Then. Okay. I'm going to walk back home, back home because I can't stand in the middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I told you I'm too dumb for this. We did tell Christy she could podcast anywhere. Uh, we did say that it would work anywhere. Thought, why not take a walk and get away from the family? <laughs> okay, I'm headed back. I walked really slow. All right, we're ready to try again. I don't know what's up with Chris's thing. I don't either. I don't either. That's not done that any time before. But I did come to the church today instead of sitting at the house. I should have stayed at the house. There it, did, it did it again. Yeah. Do you think it might be Anything. your connection? Absolutely nothing. Is your connection weird? It's It's not. It doesn't seem to be. Okay. I don't know, guys. I, I mean, I do hear you guys sometimes go with the robotic sound as well. So I don't know. Do you think it's recording that way too? <coughs> it must be the recording catching up. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't hear anybody else doing. I don't it. know either. Oh, uh, did anybody hear my text message go off? No, I didn't. But are you hitting? <laughs> well, you saw it, I guess. Yeah, it popped up on mine too. I was Weaver calling you guys. That's going to annoy the crap out of me. Hey, there's some nice birds in the background. That's me. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how ridiculous I look. I'm walking so slow. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even started, so you can walk fast if you like. I didn't hear that. Well, if we can get her ticking to quit, really the only problem we have now is Chris's uh, robotic scenario. Right. That's kind of a big problem, though. Yeah, it is. That's why I stopped you. And I don't know. I don't know how to fix that. So, well, everybody gonna, else, kind of I'm going to pray about it. Brummy's seen my uh, <laughs> my prayer work on robotics. That is true. Well, see, James, you were just robotic on mine. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm praying about that too. All right, let's try again. All righty. From hymns to rock and contemporary Christian music to skits and drama, speed paintings and dances, churches have responded to the call to worship God in exciting and diverse ways. At the outset of the 21st century, worship leaders such as... Let a new... Boy, it's like real bad worship, now. It's bad. Worship continues to... Yeah, yeah, we're hearing like every fifth word. Oh, my gosh. I give up. <laughs> I quit. I I've heard know. birds chirping and then Chris and then <laughs> squirrels and then Chris. 
I'm trying to get good. old. Those are, the, those are the only headphones I have with me. <laughs> it's okay, Christy. You're still not calling, causing this weird matrix that Chris okay. is trying to talk through. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Do we think? Can you hear me yep, now? didn't hear none of that. <laughs> No, you so, didn't hear any of that? I have no idea what's going on. All right, that, that's volume down. This Vol- is volume up. That's that's all the volume I have. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the volume. Yeah, something something's going on with your phone. Something. I don't know, guys. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I think we just got to give up. It's over. We <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, Chris, if you try next time from your house or something. I don't know. A different connection? Maybe. Let me uh, disconnect from the church Wi-Fi. I bet, I bet that's going to help. Let's see. Settings. That was fine right there. Wi-Fi. Yeah, we heard the whole word. I'm not doing that. Wherever, you, wherever you're standing. <laughs> Hold it at that angle. I can't get a TV. <laughs> Yeah. No. Nope. Robot, 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 robot. That nope. sounded okay. All right. Well, that's disconnected from the church Wi-Fi. Let's try that. Are right, we ready? Yep. All right. One more time. If it doesn't work this time, we just have to give up. Uh, from on. hymns to rock and contemporary Christian music to skits and drama, speed paintings and dances, churches have responded to the call to worship God in exciting and diverse ways. At the outset of the 21st century, worship leaders such as Chris Tomlin led a new movement to corporate worship, but worship continues to develop. Today on Greater Than Now, we will look into the state of worship in America. I'm joined by panelists James Willoughby, Courtney McKenzie, Ryan Brummingen, and Christy Boland. First, I want to know each of you all's first interaction with worship whether as a kid or an adult, inside or outside the church walls. What did it sound like? What did it look like? How did it structure your view of worship? James, we'll start with you. Well, as a child, I grew up in a church called Bethel Baptist, and uh, they went with the hymnals, and we had a popular uh, quartet at our church. Um, Some of the music was okay, but there was never a real wow factor for me. So... You know, I, I sat through and um, as a child and just listened because that's what we had to do. And uh, I never really uh, felt the music. But now if you fast forward, you know, to now with contemporary style music, about half the music I listen to is worship music now, even in my car or wherever. So for me, as a child, it gave me a view that I didn't want to listen to Christian music. And then later in life, I, uh, I I totally changed. So that's just uh, kind of how, how it worked for me. Courtney? Yes. So my first interaction with worship was um, in a small country church, uh, very traditional. Uh, we sang hymnals. Um, there was a choir up front, a small choir, and I think somebody who kind of led all of that. Um And then also in children's church, I remember singing songs. So I think at that point in my life, though I was so young, I didn't really realize that it was worship. It was just part of what we did whenever we came to church. So, Ryan? 
I started off as a child also in a small church out in the country. It was uh, led pretty much by the pastor, but the entire church was very much into it. Everybody was jumping up and down and kind of singing their praises as loud as they could. There were a few instruments that were out in the congregation. People would hit up against things and stuff, and there was a lot of joy in everybody's faces. I mean, I would walk, just kind of look around and see how much joy was just... People were also kind of jogging around the uh, pews and things, and it was kind of weird at first, but I got used to it. And as I got older, I kind of learned the what the feeling and purpose of worshiping was, and I kind of understood what they were going through then. They were just so overflowing with joy that they couldn't tame it or hold it in anymore. Christy? My experience is very similar to Courtney's. Um, I grew up in a non-denominational Christian church, um, basically there since birth, and we had a choir up there every Sunday. We had a choir leader, a pianist, an organist. Um, we sang hymns um, out of the little hymnal books. Um, we always had special music, and I actually started doing that, which would mean like a solo in the middle of the service um, at about five years old. Um, but again, it, it's kind of like Courtney said, too, I didn't really see it as an act of worship um, as part of the service. And more than anything, a lot of what we did, um, especially the special music, was kind of a performance. All right. So both Christy and Courtney mentioned that worship as a child, they, it almost seemed more like music than worship. So what does genuine worship look like to you? Do you prefer a certain style? Can you connect with other styles? Courtney, we'll start with you. Okay. So genuine worship. Um, the Bible talks about that worship starts in your heart. So in Matthew 15, um, verses 8 through 9, it says, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship is a farce. So all of that has to start in our hearts. And if our hearts aren't in the wrong place, then the worship is it's meaningless and it's not genuine. Um, so with that being said, there are two types of worship that the Bible talks about. Um I think worship in the traditional sense, you know, the corporate worship that we do in church and we, you know, give praise to God with our lips. But there's also worship where we um, we serve others and, and we give of ourselves to others. So for those things to be genuine, either form of worship, it has to um, your heart has to be in the right place. Very good. Ryan. I agree with Courtney on the whole heart aspect of it. I don't really uh, worry as much about what it looks like, but the feeling that you get. Worship should help set your minds, set our minds and hearts on him and his glory and power. We should begin to feel the Holy Spirit move throughout the entire place, and it sets the table for what's to come next. I like that. And Christy? Um, a few weeks ago, I, I read a quote um, and before leading one Sunday, and it was, um, when we worship, it should be rolling out the red carpet for the Holy Spirit to come in, and that kind of sums it up for me, um, just in terms of worship at church, that, again, it's not a performance, um, it's more of a, it's, it's a time for you to commune with God, and that's between you and Him, and I think, you know, it is, it's an experience, and like Ryan said, I think it's more of a feeling, um, that's why it shouldn't matter what songs we sing or, you know, anything like that. Like, 
no matter what goes on on stage, I can worship because it's that's between me and God. Now, will I have my favorites, you know, on certain things we do? Absolutely. But I can always worship it because that's my God time and that's preparing my heart for whatever message Pastor John is uh, is bringing forth. So, Excellent. And James? Um, you know, genuine worship looks like to me, um, you know, it's a joyful noise. Um, everyone is singing. Um, you know, we are feeling, we're singing, we're feeling the Spirit of God. You know, a lot of people, and even me when I was younger, you know, when I sang, it was just I was singing. You know, I didn't have a feeling with it. You know, now as I've grown and matured with Jesus that, you know, I, I get a feeling when I sing to God. And that is, that is to me what genuine, genuine worship is, is that you, you're getting a feeling. You're feeling God. You're connecting. All right. So who can worship or who can lead worship? Anyone? Or do they need to be sanctified? Do they need to be above approach or just make a joyful noise? And Christy, as the only worship leader in this group, we're going to start with you. So, Christy, answer that question for us. Well, this hits pretty hard right now because I've struggled with some things over the past few months. Um, in, in my opinion, and what I feel like God is telling me is that that person should be called for that position. It is not a position to be taken lightly. It is not one to for it to be a performance or to be, you know, like I said, taken lightly at all. That that should be a calling on your heart. And it should be um, a way that you, like I said, be called to serve God, uh, a, form of, a form of ministry. So in my opinion, yes, you can make a joyful noise from anywhere in that church. Absolutely. Um, but I do not think that, uh, like I said, that a worship leader should just be anybody who wants to jump up there on Sunday. All right. And James? Well, I halfly agree with Christy on... <laughs> So, <laughs> so um, you know, I think that what I do agree with with Christy is that the person who is leading worship can't be just anyone. Someone has to be up there with a God-given talent to make a noise, you know, a joyful noise. They have to have a talent, though, to lead people in music, and they have to be uh, above and beyond just any random person who is singing. And I, I say that because if you get someone up there who is leading and you put a mic in their hand and it is bad, it's not a, it's not a good noise and it's just noise, then, you know, it can turn everybody away and they'll be thinking about that instead of, you know, singing to Jesus. So I think that anyone can't do, anyone can't do it. I think that the person who leads worship should be, very qualified person musically and talented to lead worship, whether it be a band, whether they be a choir or, or any of that. I think that there has to be some talent there and, you know, God gives us our talents. So of course that should be, uh, that's God given. Courtney. So a worship leader is um, a leader in the church. And so I agree with Christy that it's not something to be taken lightly. Um, and I do think that they should be above reproach in the sense that they have accepted Jesus as their Lord and they're not living in habitual sin. Um, I agree that um, a person who leads in that capacity needs to have that calling on their life. Um, in my opinion, it doesn't have to be the most talented person. 
Um, but I think the best combination for a worship leader is somebody who has that calling on their life, is above reproach, and is also musically talented. I mean, that does help, in my opinion. Ronnie? Yeah. Well, I believe that everybody in the body needs to be sanctified, not just a uh, leader. But um, I believe that probably the most effective way to do worship is to have a group of people all strong and anointed in different areas. And when you bring them together, they raise the level of each other into one strong, effective group. Probably maybe not just one leader, but a full team of leaders, a team that's anointed. And when things are done out of anointing, they go to a complete whole other level. All right. So contemporary Christian music has all types of genres, from rock music to rap music to everything in between. Um, Is all contemporary Christian music a form of worship, and can you connect to God through it? We'll start with Ryan. I believe it's where your heart and mind go when you're listening to certain songs. Uh, Me personally, when I just want to listen to music, you know, when I'm working or just doing something, I like to listen to hard rock because that's the style I like. And I like to get the adrenaline flowing and get pumped up and stuff like that. But that type of music is more aggressive. Um, I find softer music more effective when I want to listen to something and be moved by the spirit. It's more calm and more peaceful. And I find it easier to connect with God that way. Christy? Um, I think I have to, you know, I have Halo on in my car, but I can't say that I'm worshiping all the time. Um, it, you know, when the person that song, their form of worship here, but just by me listening to it, no, I, I don't think that I'm worshiping in that sense intentional um absolutely you know it's no matter where i am i I can definitely worship james well um i do think that contemporary christian music is a form of worship and i think that people can connect to god through any of it and it's not that you know i particularly connect in a certain way to a certain type of music but I don't think that I, I'm going to limit God to, to um, you know, what type of music he can connect to someone with. So what I may like, someone else doesn't like. But as long as, you know, God is in it and God is, uh, is pushing that to someone, I don't know what's going to touch their heart. But, you know, different types of music will touch different people. I believe that. And Courtney? Uh, yeah, I agree with James with what he just said. I think that any style of music has the potential to be uh, worship if it's coming from a pure place. As far as the the style, a lot of that just comes down to personal preference. And uh, like James said, there are different types that reach different types of people. We've talked almost exclusively about music and corporate worship. But what other elements appeal to you or appeal to your congregation? Start with James. (laughs) Well, um, I've noticed our congregation, uh, we've been doing some dance, little dance skits up there. And uh, I run sound, so I, I notice they'll say, I have to get the sound ready for it. But the dance things, it seems like people like that in our congregation. Um, I know that we do the videos, and people like those sorts of things. So there's a lot of other elements that, that people can, you know, can like and look at and, 
and there's different all kinds of different things we can do but i particularly uh i just like the music so I, that's what i that's what i like but i know that you know god moves di- different people with different ways and different forms so i'm not against other stuff but i just you know i, I just like the music courtney um something that i would like to see in more churches and um, usually I just see this in smaller congregations, which it, it kind of makes sense, but I would like to see more testimonies and, and people being able to just stand up and share what God's done in their lives recently. Um, I think that would be awesome to see that kind of worship more prevalent in churches today. Ryan. I kind of agree with Courtney there. Um, you don't see many people doing things like that in services when we're talking about worship. We're kind of just, stuck in just the music part of it but there is a great power in hearing and seeing in somebody's face when they're talking about what god has done for them how he has saved them and uh i think that would actually be a cool thing to see more churches do in services as part of worship Um, i think it would really open people's eyes to the capabilities and possibilities that are out there in the work that god does for us and christy um, kind of from my, you know, my perspective is, you know, having the, the blessing of being able to lead worship several times and um, being in music basically my whole life. I, and I just, I like everything, you know, because like you know, James and Courtney and everybody said before, um, different things appeal to different people. I, I love the music. I love the spoken word. I love skits, monologues, dancing, you know, the, the speed painting, all these things that I have seen before or even things maybe we haven't seen before that we could bring to the stage would be great because I feel like, like, uh, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of talent in churches and, um, you know, God gave us those gifts and we're supposed to use them. And there's so many different forms of worship and there's nothing wrong with, uh, stepping beyond the music and and doing other things. Uh, Christy mentioned a lot of different uh, elements that can go into a worship service. So where is worship headed in America? Mega churches put on concerts with lighting shows and digital soundboards, yet country churches still pull out hymnals and sing to those, and the Church of Christ doesn't use instruments at all. So where is worship headed? Let's start with Courtney. <laughs> That's a really good question. Um, it seems like more churches are kind of getting away from the hymnals more churches you know put the words up on the wall um i'm seeing fewer and fewer choirs in churches it seems like most have um a small group of people up front kind of leading together um and it seems like the the lighting stuff and uh more instrumentation all of that seems to be playing a bigger role in uh worship right now ryan well i know on a more personal and intimate level um James was actually with me one time. We went to a family's house for a small gathering and we ate dinner and they really enjoy just as a family in their living room doing their own style of worship. And they just, they had this DVD of songs that they've collected and they put it in there and played on their TV and it's got these videos and stuff with it. And they just enjoy doing that. And um, so me and James and everybody that was there eating, just went right along with them. And then I know somebody else that actually stays up all night and does not sleep sometimes and listens to worship and just praises 
God and everything that he's done in his life. And he has so many things revealed to him and taught to him that are just so cool just from doing that. And it's kind of different. You don't know very many people that will stay up all night and just not sleep. So I think there's a lot of people kind of looking for something more and they're starting to kind of branch out and think out of the box a little bit and do more things like that at home and not even just doing it inside the church during a service. And Christy? Um, you know, as far as where I think it's headed, in my opinion, if we're going to reach the unchurched and the unsaved, you know, we, we are um, a society now that wants to be entertained, especially the younger generation. And I'm not saying that's their fault. It's just the way society is. So, um, you know, places like groups like Hillsong and Bethel and all those, I mean, they're reaching tons of people. You know, there's, there's something to what they're doing. So, you know, I like everything, and I like a mix of everything. But I know my 17-year-old son would not want to see us pick up a hymn book and sing hymns every Sunday. And I think, you know, a lot of the unsaved and the unchurched, you know, especially the younger ones, I think, we've got K-Love, and we've got things out there that they've been exposed to, and that's hopefully what they like and what they're used to. And so that, you know, that might be the way that, these churches are bringing people in. James? Uh, for me, I see that growing churches and uh, and uh, other church things, that, that if you're going to grow something, you have to stay with the times. Um, so for me, I think that worship is heading to the uh, bigger stage, bigger performance, uh, more contemporary and, um, you know, the growing churches are doing that, and that's why they're growing. Um, you, you know, when you grow a church, uh, this, you, you, you do the music, you, you get the music going, and you work on the kids' programming, you know, when you're growing a church. So churches that, are, that do that, and they have great music, and they um, are doing the contemporary stuff to pull people in because some other churches aren't doing that, then, you know, they're growing. There are, there are churches that keep the hymnals and um, they only do the hymnals, and you see the you go to those churches, and you know they're they're more of a of a church that is you know their families have been there, and that's that's who they have. They've been there for years. They're not uh, those families aren't going anywhere. You know they're fine with it, but the ones that are grabbing people out of uh, out of these neighborhoods and and things where people typically don't go to church, uh, those those churches are are doing things more contemporary. All right. Um, finally, if you could encourage listeners to listen to one worship song today, what song would you choose and why would you choose that song? Let's start with Courtney. I would say the stand by Hillsong. Um, just because for me, it's just the ultimate worship experience. Um, I just feel his presence so strongly whenever I feel or whenever I hear that song. So I don't really have much of an explanation other than that. Ryan? Um, I would say, oh, the blood. Um, the power of the spirit every time I hear that song is overwhelming. It, uh, it takes me to a whole nother place spiritually. I just feel his love wrap around me like a blanket and, uh, and am overcome with thankfulness and peace on what he's done for me. And whenever I've heard it performed live, everyone just gets quiet and uh, becomes one mind and heart and spirit. 
and the spirit truly starts to flow through everyone in unison when that happens. And uh, that's a mark of a truly powerful worship song in my eyes. Christy? Um, what came to mind was the song So Will I by a Hillsong that's come out pretty recent. Um, just because to me, it, it just it tells you all about worship and who should worship and why we should worship. And it's so simple and basic, but yet so powerful. Um, you could read it just like a poem and it's written. And, you know, the song doesn't do a lot. Um, and even when we've done it in church, I kind of felt like, well, maybe people didn't get a lot out of it. But what I wanted them to know or, or to see was the words, you know, the words behind the music, um, because it, it truly defines worship for me. James? For me, Big Daddy Weave sings a song, Redeemed. It's been out for a while. Um, I just remember the first time I heard the song, it really gave me goosebumps. And if, if the right person sings it, um, it still has that effect on me when I hear it. And, and even when I hear it on the radio sometimes, depending on what I'm going through that day or, or whatever, it just reminds me of the redeeming power of God that, that is in me every day. All right, and in closing, I also want to suggest a song. I do love contemporary Christian music, but I want to go back to the late 1990s and suggest uh, our listeners listen to Heart of Worship by Matt Redmond. The song was written at a time when a pastor of their church had stripped all musical instruments and worship bands out of his church. He felt like the church had, had lost what worship really was, and for a season, they only used their voices for worship. Out of that season, Matt Redmond wrote Heart of Worship as an anthem for his church. A reminder that worship isn't just music. It isn't just instruments. It's a lifestyle. Even when the music fades, we can still worship God. And I think that's what worship is about. Thank you for listening. That's all I got, guys. I think, I think uh, thank you for listening to Greater Than Now podcast. Oh, would have been, been, been a much stronger <laughs> ending. Well, I don't know if you noticed or not, but my phone started ringing in the office at the same time. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard. Why is my phone ringing on a Sunday afternoon? Oh, Sorry, my this, this is the first one. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm going to hit finish recording and see what happens. Hold on, hold you, on, hold on. you can oh. cut stuff out of here, so just go ahead and do a good ending, and then just put it right back to the end. All right, and that will do. Thank you for listening to Greater Than Now. Podcast. But. <laughs> and that'll do. Thank you for listening to Greater Than Now podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, guys. Oh, God. Yeah, good job, guys. Hey, uh, re real quick, if we try to do this again next Sunday, is there a topic you guys want to try? Because next Sunday is like Mother's Day, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, then we're not doing it on next Sunday, yeah, huh? Are we going to try to do this like once yeah. a month or uh, how often? Uh, it doesn't matter to me. It's whatever you all want to do. Or like just... when there's this uh, certain subject that really touches the heart. We well, think I, we need to I talk think about. With, if we have Christy and Courtney helping us, I think uh, the whole uh, school shooting and how the church should play a role into fixing that oh, is gosh. a good one. Yeah. So – yeah, I'm not. I'm not against any of that. I think we should uh, certainly figure out if we want to do this monthly or bi-monthly. I don't think weekly is a uh, an option okay. because getting us all together uh, is going to be a little tougher to do that. Uh, we also to get topics. You know, 52 topics. You know, that's uh, that's pretty tough to tough to tackle in a year, anyways.
I agree. So, um, if we were to do this monthly or bi-monthly, that's probably what we need to fix, what we need to uh, to discuss. And I think either way is fine. With it being a thirty-minute deal, we're trying to keep it twenty-five to thirty minutes. So, I think bi-monthly is, is fine with me. If everybody can can make that happen, I'm good. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, end this, and we can talk about it on Facebook, so I can see what we're doing with this recording. All, All right. right. So I got to right. type now. All right. Love you guys. Oh Bye. Bye. <laughs>